<laughs> like annual day Oaks face. <laughs> yeah, like, like, uh, nah, but the consistency is, it's like, I'm recording now, by the way. So we just, you know, no proper intro. No, no, no. I mean, you want to introduce yourself. Man, it's no point in even jumping in the introductions, man. You already <laughs> done took the floor. I mean, so we we speaking on consistency. So I had to self-evaluate myself because I was like, you know, I don't want be considered inconsistent and then speak on consistency. Now, that's plenty of things I'm inconsistent with, but that's purposely done. Yeah, like uh, your timing is horrible. <laughs> no, that that's not purposely done. But that's that's also, well, I go always about to say it ain't a, a life breaker, but that is kind of a life breaker. Because I'd be mad when other people be late sometimes, too. Exactly. Yeah. Not all the time, <laughs> but, yeah. But I'm, I'm like 80% consistent and 20% inconsistent. So I feel like I can speak on it. All right, that, that, that that's doable. That's doable. I can accept that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you know, that's like my biggest pet peeve. It's like inconsistency and hypocrisy. Well, that that's that really works well on both sides, isn't it? Because you can't necessarily be consistent in one way and then inconsistent in another way. It's like, nah, you have to be either one way or the other. If you have to, well, at least majority. Right. On one side. Right. Because. Nobody's perfect, but like you said, the majority. Yeah. I, I've known people, like, they, they prefer to be inconsistent than than to be consistent. I, 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 it it feels good sometimes, you know. Like I'm, you know, I ain't going to lie. I'm inconsistent with women. Well, that's just your personality. Toxic Teddy for the win, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes. I, I keep a balance, so I'm not always toxic, y'all, you know. Anybody that knows me knows knows that I keep a. That's like one of the things I'm also big on is is balance. Like, no no night without the day, you know. No <laughs> darkness without the light. I think I feel like everybody needs a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah but your darkness looks <laughs> looks more like an abyss. But all right. I mean, <laughs> you, know, you know, he harnesses himself a little bit more than you know normal people's darkness. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Hey, look. I got a conscious agreement with my darkness. Well, a lot of people do. No, they don't. They don't have they don't have control over. It. That's why they out here wilding like that. I got control over my darkness, at least for right now. <laughs> now the the abyss the abyss turned into a black hole, and then you know it's just a black abyss. I don't know what's gonna happen. I might be a done deal. But until then, <laughs> I'm in control. You know, it is what it is. But yeah. no, I was saying with the with the with the hypocrisy thing is like you know. I feel like when people do it, like if I tell you an idea, like, yeah, I'm about, I'm about to go do this. Nah, bro, don't go do that, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then you go do it. Like, then, yeah, that's, that, that's, I feel like you just want to steal my idea. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me, oh, let me see. Let me tell him this ain't a good idea. Then I'm going to go steal it. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. But uh, just speaking on certain situations that, you shouldn't be speaking on. Yeah, I, I've known quite a few people like that. They prefer to just jump into the idea of, well, you should do it. I don't have to practice it, though. Yeah. Like, and, and, uh, certain situations, I get it, but for the most part, you don't want that to become your mindset. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know. So you're going to have to be the ray of hope today because now I'm feeling like, 
you know, the toxic side coming out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, um, man, I have to be the redeeming qualities. Yeah, All right, I guess uh, <laughs> I can accept that role, I guess. Yeah, because I, I just, it's just amazing the things that I see. Like, you know, we, you haven't been paying attention to this. This Aunt Glizzy stuff, have you? Not at all, bro. But but and, and but you've heard like people, other people talking about it, right? I, I know you've seen at least that because I've been, I've been trying to stay out of it. But it's like now it's becoming such an unbearable hot topic. You just starting to see it everywhere. At least I am. Yeah, you have a completely different timeline than I do. My yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta. I mean, because it's just like, I don't I don't understand what's so captivating. I get it. It's entertaining. But people don't understand. This is like a serious situation. You got niggas running down on niggas' cars, like breaking into niggas' cars and trying to break into niggas' houses. But because they're getting so many views and laughs and this and that, like, everybody just think this is all right. Now it leads me to think, like, this is probably how niggas was acting when, when Pac and Big and them was beefing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm not even going to lie. I, I, can, I, I think I can accept that. You think so? <laughs> I can accept that. Yeah, like, why? why it's, it's pure entertainment to everybody. Meanwhile, you got two coasts going head to head. Like, not, not two people, not my group versus your group, not my label. Yo, I got this whole side of the country. Mad at you, and you yeah. <laughs> you got your whole side of the country mad at me. Yeah, it it definitely ties into the idea that a lot of people don't realize that we are a heck of a lot more impressionable than we give ourselves the credit for. Like, in most cases, people think that it's just the children who are really impressionable, so they keep them away from certain things. But adults in general need to be uh, taking into consideration what they're listening to or what they're watching because. There's no way you can tell exactly what that's going to be, like, really influencing you to do. Facts. Because most people don't realize, like, a lot of the things that we listen to or we watch on television is it's easily imitatable. They make it that way. Right. So if you're going to just go out and just listen to this all the time, then eventually it's going to drill its way into your brain. And then once you get to the point where – you can't really hold it in any longer, then you might at some point start acting out a little bit at a time to the point where it becomes a part of your regular personality. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. So what's a, what's a remedy for the people? What do you think? I, I don't have a, like a direct remedy in general, but I is, mean, is just it? change the way that you think and just, because I remember I, I posted something yesterday on my page mm-hmm. and I mentioned that you should take the word can't out of your normal vocabulary. Okay. Because people don't need to really focus on that word as a base because that limits you into what you are willing to do. Because my first takeaway from it was you break down the word can't. And since you get past apostrophe, it's just an abbreviated version of not. So there's the can and then not. What you get... Once you look at the word can, not, not is actually a tie. It is a bind. And what you're saying to yourself is once you get past apostrophe, it's like I am willing to bind myself. And 
teach myself that I cannot do the things that I am willing or I'm actually trying to force my well I need to force myself to do like you can't look at the word the way that other people look at it you have to look at it in a full spectrum and not necessarily just like a a base word because it's so many ways that you can look at these words that you're you're saying to yourself daily and every single syllable has a form of meaning like you break down every single word and every syllable has a meaning it has a origin and you have to look at these words and say what exactly am i saying to myself when i say i i'm doing this or i can't or i won't or don't and once you look at these words and break them down and start to understand how they work you realize like all you're doing is putting yourself into a situation where you're forcing yourself to think and act negatively because these words hold so much power within themselves and it's not necessarily a remedy for like jumping out of the idea of getting to like how do I really put it there's no way of actually getting into an idea of being better if you're going to constantly use the words that you are normally used to using that are negatively affecting you. Right. And the music and the, the things that we're listening to or watching, they're full of them. Like, it's nothing but that. <laughs> right, right. And that holds a negative effect on the person. And once you like really break it down and you see all of the like and you see all of the things that they're trying to do to you just based on the media, you'll you'll get to a point where you're just like, I don't want to be a part of this. Right. And it's like you're forcing yourself to think outside the box. And once people get inside the box, it's like, ah, I, I, I'm so comfortable here. Right, right, right. And when you start thinking outside, it's just like, oh, um, I feel kind of uncomfortable. I need to, I, I need a, I need, a, I need a fix of what I'm used to. Right. And just breaking out of that idea of no, of what you're used to is one of the main keys. Like you're used to using words in a certain way. Break out of that. You're used to doing things in like a set format. Break out of that. Like, you never, I remember you told me this yesterday. Like, it made a lot of sense. You never grow by making yourself comfortable. Fact. And it, it, that was definitely a really good idea. Like, you never grow in, in comfortability. Fact. And once you get to the point where you're not, comfortable anymore you have no other choice but to elevate facts and once you elevate and you start to look down on the things that you used to do and you can reflect facts you'll you'll grow so much more like you gotta you gotta hit a point where it's like you growing and progressing is worth you feeling uncomfortable most definitely yeah most definitely but i feel like 
that's still like a tall task because, I mean, you know, let's keep it real. You know, you lying down in the bed, you got to, you got your blanket, you got your pillow, you comfortable. You know, <laughs> so for you to, you to, if you don't have to get up, why would you want to get up? Yeah, yeah, point. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely a person that, uh, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm guilty of that myself. If I want to lay in my bed or something, I just want to sit down for a little. And, and while. that's a, that's a metaphor, by the way, y'all. I'm not I, we act, not actually talking about yeah. sleeping right now. We just you yeah. Know what I'm yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <and> we definitely <laughs> gotta <laughs> gotta let people know that. Oh, I'm definitely a person that has uh, jumped into that bag before. Oh, well, yeah. Everybody has, but there has to be like. I ain't gonna say it has to be because it's not like I, I don't. I'm not God. I don't make the rules. I'm not the universe. I'm not whatever. But it should be a, just a point, like when you were saying, where you gotta. You just you're moving so fast, and then you just stop and be like, "Hold up, something ain't right." Yeah. You know. So let me ask you a question now. So, how long did it take for you to hit that point? Oh. Yeah, see that, 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 that <laughs> and, and and that would have been my reaction too, and it's like you can't. I guess we can't really fault people because it took us a minute to. Unfortunately, and I'm gonna ask your situation, but without even get going specifically into my situation, I went through like super traumatic experiences. Yeah, that made me just say, "Hold up, I gotta change stuff." Definitely. I can't be this way no more. Like, no matter how uncomfortable I am, you basically got to remake yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? So was that the same thing for you? Well, with me, it wasn't more of a remaking of myself because mm-hmm. I, I looked at myself as, like, everything that I had been through was already the model molder. Like, I, I was there. Uh, I, I was. That was just me. Like, I'm... I'm not. I didn't necessarily have to change myself or anything like that. And it, I, I made a like a quote a, a long time ago. I'd say about a couple years ago, and it was like, true growth is not the act of changing yourself completely. It is the ability to look into the mirror at yourself and not be ashamed of what you see. Okay, that's good. And that's what I had to go through. With me personally, I had tons upon tons of insecurities based off of the things that I had gone through when I was younger. Right. And I had to understand that although you cannot forget the memories, you can always grow and get to the point where you're not letting that be your hindrance. Right. And... Back then, I couldn't even look myself in the mirror. I, I hated the way that I looked. I hated everything about myself because I was constantly being told that you're not good enough. Right. So it took me a long time for me to really jump into the idea that I am good enough. Right. And it took me, like, completely cutting off everything. Like, I didn't really... Uh, I, I didn't have a job for a little while because I, I did away with the things that were negative to me as far as, like, making me feel horrible. 
<clears throat> which is a giant step that a lot of people are too scared to make. Yeah. But it's, it's also necessary, though. It, it definitely is because it's not, it's not really a change of surroundings, but it is fixing the things that's, that are already around you that you already had. Right. It's so because the atmosphere, the energy. Yeah. You know, I got you. Yeah. But I know when I had my little episodes, I know, like, my depression was deep. Right. I mean, I had serious depression. Like, I almost killed myself numerous times. So how long did you have it? I had it for, oh, God, what, from the age of, I think, about 14 I, on up? All right, so what I don't. I'm, I don't, when we do these, I definitely don't be into, like, people telling their ages and whatnot. So, just give me a, a year number. Like, all right, so we, from age 14, how many years has it been? Well, I guess if you answer that, that's kind of giving away your age. So yeah, like, you know, you I'm know, not you, ashamed you of how old to, I am. Though. I mean, I'm, I'm not evil, but I'm just saying, you know. I'm 30. Because, <laughs> I, <laughs> because I, I have people that's. Older, you gotta understand that's an insecurity for some people. It doesn't like I understand, like yeah. I, I do understand, like yeah. just because of your age, like age doesn't really matter, like it because like that, everyone has their own idea of. I mean, forever because we live in a microwave society, like we want people to, yeah. <clears throat> like we want to get everything immediately. We're supposed to get it right. right then and there. You don't, you don't always have to have everything, like pretty much hand delivered to you. Immediately, like you're not gonna go through the exact same person that I mean, the exact same thing that the other person went through. Facts. So your timing is not going to coincide with mine. Like you don't have to go. Uh, like once once you hit like twenty, you don't have to be a millionaire. <laughs> like you don't have to be a millionaire at twenty. It's not like you do not have to be fully established before you hit the age of twenty five. I mean, it's possible you can easily do that. Yeah. It's However. Great. It's not for everybody. Everyone has their own story. It's, it's it's cool. Like getting the getting a million at forty will be just as cool as at twenty. Exactly. Get, getting the million period is an accomplishment. Yeah. Like I I felt like it's certain things that I if I if I was to do, which I've done a lot already, I would feel like, hey, you know what? That's all right right there. You know what I'm saying? And it yeah. ain't <laughs> it ain't just like a lot of people. But like you were saying earlier, when you're constant, constantly drilled something in your mind, which a lot of people have been drilled that life is like it's a race, yeah, and, and it's, it's a it's competition. Not, it's not right. It's just it's not an experience. Exactly. And your experience, uh, uh, it doesn't have to resemble mine. You shouldn't want it to. Yeah. You know, obviously, we're friends. And you have people have friends, so your experience might coincide with each other's here and there. Exactly. But I shouldn't be like, <laughs> I want my experience to mirror yours. Yeah, like why would you want to be like the next man or the next woman? It's like right. it's not the same. Even if you, I could, yeah. All right. So we was talking about when we talk about SpongeBob earlier, <laughs> and. <laughs> That's that same episode with the awards. Remember, Patrick had started dressing up like he was SpongeBob. Had his, his whole little outfit. <laughs> 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 but, 
Like, it goes back to what you're saying, like, when we first started, about how impressionable, like, people are. Not even just kids, but adults. Yeah. And I actually feel like, I want to say adults might be more impressionable than kids. Because if you, if you see the kids nowadays, like, for the most part, kids be that, like, independent for the most part. Yeah. You know? Like, however they act is how they're going to act. Like, you could bring around a million other cool kids. It's not going to sway another kid to act differently. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, I mean, I guess when I was younger, I had a bunch of insecurities. And I ain't going to lie. My insecurities... They shine through nowadays, but just in different ways. Like, my biggest insecurity growing up was I didn't have a lot of girls like me, like when I was in elementary school. Yeah. So, when I used to would be in class and you used to see, like, the girls flocking around, like, the guys, certain guys and shit like that, and then you in the corner by yourself, and you might get a chicken in there, but it was like, damn, you know, damn, they ain't feeling me like they feeling cuz. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's that popularity contest, yeah, man. Yeah, but it's like, and and I never was a hate a hating nigga and shit, so it ain't like I'm like, I got a problem with cuz, cuz he getting the girls and I ain't getting them. It never was that. It was more so just me, like, taking a conscious effort to see, like, what can I change about myself? Without losing myself, that is, uh, yeah. that can have me getting what I want because that's what I wanted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. So, and if you see like how I carry myself today, I got what I want. You know, <laughs> you, know you know, you know what I'm saying? Like I got what I wanted. It's just that, and that's why I say like that was one of my biggest insecurities. So like when people see me with like. A bunch of females, because I'm always surrounded by a bunch of females, I'm obsessed with them. You know what I'm saying? Always have been, always will be. Until I get until I get married, I'm I'm gonna always like be just embevied with females. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's like that was like one of my biggest securities. Everything else is pretty much, you know, a little BS here and there. But I mean what about you? I mean, my insecurities was usually revolving around my weight. Like, you know, I was always a heavy set kid. Yeah, me too. Me too. And, you know, I would always get talked about a lot. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. It never really hindered me as far as, like, female attraction and stuff like that. Right. Because I, gr- I had girlfriends growing up. It's just like, they, I don't know. Just, they they liked me, I guess. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know, baby. Maybe it was like a Family Guy situation where oh she only wanted me because I had some I had like a piece of candy or something that she wanted. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she going over to the the guy over there uh, over there in the other pen just because he had he might have had another chocolate bar or something. <laughs> right. Like, no, it's right. something different. But no, I, it, it was always because they kind they they really liked me and, right. and like my personality was always kind of iffy when I was growing up mainly because of the insecurities. Like I mm-hmm. I necessarily I was bullied a lot. Okay. That that is another thing. I was bullied a lot, but so did that. Did that hinder your personality? Or that you just, that definitely you did. Up? Okay, that definitely did hinder my personality. That was until I jumped into like middle school, and then the funny side of me started to come out. Cause once you get to middle school in the DMV, 
you got to learn how to join in fast. Yeah. It was, <laughs> so, it was elementary school for me. Uh, but, but what I will say is it wasn't, it was a nice warm up for middle school. Yeah. That, and, and then middle school, you just had to elevate your game. And then I ain't going to say we coasted through high school. But you didn't have to elevate too much in high school if you had a good middle school. That's definitely facts. Yeah. But given me, like, I I grew up, I I started off, my first year of school, kindergarten was in Marlton in Upper Marlboro. Come on, bro. They ain't ain't firing nobody up up there. It's a completely different scenario up there. Like, then I moved to North Carolina, like, my first grade, and I'm going to Hosky. Graded school, like that's the name, that's the actual name of the school, Hosky Graded School. I went there, okay, for another year, and then the next two years after that, I'm going. To, I was, I think I was in, uh, it was Malton. Then I went to, um, what's the school over there by? Uh, oh yeah, Johnny Howard, okay, in Capitol Heights. I went there. Mm-hmm. They weren't really joining it back then. Like that. I was just playing basketball, peewee basketball. Okay. No, that stuff. It wasn't joning. But once I got, I think, I think I started really joning once I got to like the fifth grade. So I, I'll backtrack and say I think Same it was here. fifth grade. Same here. Yep. Because once you get to fifth grade, people start looking at your clothes. They start looking at your. They start looking at your hair. They start looking at everything about you, and they they find something to joke about. And boy, you better start coming up with something. Yeah. Well, yeah. The first time. I ain't gonna say the first time I got joined on. The first time I got fired up though, because you know it's a difference. You, you know, n- certain niggas could join. Yeah. But, you know, the first time I got fired up, I'll never forget, because I had on a, a FUBU jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and the FUBU, you know, got the little 05 on the front, but it didn't have nothing on the back or whatever. Or it would be vice versa. So, my joint had the 05 on the front. And the fubu over top, you know, like a little, felt like a little real, but it ain't had nothing on the back. So <laughs> I sat down in class one morning, right? <laughs> and, and I already know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, one, one of the little, one of the little fake little cool niggas and shit. He's like, "Yo, I fuck with that fubu jersey and shit." <laughs> so I'm like, right, "You know, good luck, good luck." So then he was like, "Uh, yeah, what, uh, what's on the back of that jump?" And so when I, I was like, "Nothing." And he was like, said, hold up, nothing. So then he out, like circled around me and shit or whatever. And he was like, oh, that's on fake, bro. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, which high is it fake? You know what I'm saying? He was like, no, nah, you got to have like a number on the back, a name or something. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, the practice jersey don't even look like that. You know what I'm saying? So now, because he like the fake cool nigga, now everybody else trying, you know. <laughs> Add on a little this and that, and hey, oh, yeah, man, I think they, I think they spelled Fubu wrong whole time. You know, just knowing that what they didn't, you know what I'm saying. But you know, so that was the first time I was like, all right. I didn't know what to expect, so I didn't I didn't know how to join. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so <laughs> we all had our moments. Yeah, though. so it's like fish in the water. Yeah, yeah, with shocks, right? You know, yeah, like it's just like it was. I guess it could have been a traumatizing experience, but some of the jokes was funny. And if you can laugh at yourself, it ain't that bad. Yeah. It's never going to be that bad. That's definitely fast because you got to learn how to laugh at yourself real early. Yeah. I mean, real (laughs) early. Because that's one of the things I had to learn in order to get over my insecurities, bro. Because I 
I I'm the first type. I, I'm one of those dudes that I can join on myself in a heartbeat because right. it's not a bad thing to actually talk about yourself from now every now and then. It, it's just funny. Right. And it actually takes away from some of the ammunition people can use against you because they already know that you're going to talk about yourself anyway. Yeah, hopefully. Because <laughs> if, you, if you're going against tryhards, yeah. you can make all the jokes you want about yourself. Yeah. You, you just going, you just basically putting gasoline on yourself. <laughs> like, like we we both know this firsthand. Like, towards the end of our high school run, making jokes about yourself wasn't gonna cut it no more. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nope. When you first got to high school, maybe eleven and twelfth grade. Nah, you you throwing niggas oops if you making jokes about, you making jokes about yourself. Man, so. you ain't lying. <laughs> like, you ain't lying because you know it, it works from. I think about maybe fifth or sixth grade all the way until you get to like that midway through high school. Then yeah. people start learning new words. Yeah. They go to English class. And, and and we was changing like styles of Jonah. We storytelling and yep. we you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's which which I was telling Mel the other day. I say, you know what? Because we was changing the style of Jonah so much, that's what made everybody else stand a chance. You know what I'm saying? Cause you ain't you ain't just have to be good at straight up looking at you and just seeing what's fucked up about you and Jonah. All you had to do is if you could tell a good story, you was gonna be good. You yeah. know, <laughs> you that's gonna, definitely fact. Yeah, like you was gonna. He's got whole nursery rhymes. On right, right, <laughs> right. All you had to do was just like it could have been something that ain't had nothing to do with you. But if you tell a story and take out somebody and put you in it, and it's funny. You was you was gonna be done. You was gonna be done. Like those, I swear. Like sometimes people they they go they go way too off the like off the uh, off they rocker with it. Because I ain't gonna hold you. It was so many different like styles of Jonah that I had I've seen in high school. Did you think like are these people actually sane? There's no way you can you can come up with this. Yeah, I've at least said that a few times about every nigga. Not even that I hung out with, but niggas that you would join against. Like, because sometimes you would get caught, and I was just like, yo, like, he had to been thinking about that. He didn't just make that up. Like, you had to have sat at home and was like, yo, if I see him tomorrow, I'm going to say it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, it was That's too put the, definitely fact. It's too put together. It's like, it's not. <laughs> you can tell, when, when you joining, you can tell when somebody is, like, spontaneous and off their head with yep. it. Yep. Versus like preparation. Yeah, the, the calculated ones, the ones you got to look out for. Yeah, because it's like one, if they calculated something, it's a whole arsenal of shit coming with it. Yeah, you you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, if this hit, that means I can do this, then yeah, that. Yeah, that'll lead to this, and that'll lead. <laughs> yeah, so if somebody joins on you spontaneously, they might catch you with a haymaker, but you can recover. Yeah, definitely. Right, like, <laughs> but because we used to articulate. I know we used to sit on. I tell you all the time we used to sit on the phone. Yo, this if you say this, this would be fun. This this more you, you know what I'm saying? And oh, all right, that's let me, nah, let me say that right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like we we was articulating, so it was like yeah. Also, let you know like how serious we took Jonah. Oh, definitely. We took Jonah. I I couldn't get away from Jonah. You could. Like the thing is, I had to deal with it at school and at home. Facts. So I had no other choice but to be at least 
at minimum, formidable. A, at, <laughs> at minimum formidable, bro. You have to be at least a B plus or higher at minimum. Yeah. And, and that was starting off. You did. You definitely didn't want to stay a B plus. Yeah, B plus is good from, I'd say, the ninth grade. All the way. Matter of fact, it actually works in middle school. There was some. There yeah, was plus, some of those. B, B plus was actually excellent in yeah. middle school. Yeah. Some some <laughs> people were actually B plus back then. They, yeah. <laughs> which is ridiculous. Like when I think back on it, which is ridiculous, by the way. Like who, like who's teaching? Y'all? Like how are you joining in the fifth grade? Like that, that. That was my that was my thought process. Like who's teaching y'all this? Like y'all. But then you think like some niggas got older siblings. And, yeah. You know. So and a lot of them were actually like forever a lot uh, where we don't take into consideration a lot of the people who could join like that were actually really smart kids. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We, I always, I always felt like even though we were class clowns, we were smart kids. Like, yeah. Everybody got good grades, you know what I'm saying? I mean, nigga well, except for me, like I mean, but I, think I, might yeah, I was struggling for a two point two five. I ain't gonna hold you. I mean. <laughs> That, that was as long as you wasn't like e e e e e. Oh, that's that's how my uh my uh, JROTC class was. Yeah, I ain't so gonna I, hold you. So I don't, I never was in no no danger of failing no class. I was. I might numerous times. We, we used to after ninth grade, we kind of did this thing where we kind of was like, you only got past three quarters. You know, you tough it out the first three quarters. And then you just take the rest of the year off. That's the type of shit we Man, used to be. I on. had to take algebra one twice. <laughs> well, now I took multiple classes over and over, but that's because they was hating on giving them half a days out. Mm-hmm. And I had I had a job in high school, like from tenth grade on. So it wasn't like I didn't have a job. They just was they just was hating. <laughs> so my my twelfth grade year, I'm taking like two maps and. I got art and gym. You know how you take art the first half of the year and take I got both of them the whole year or something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> just, just a bunch of foolery. You know, yearbook, TV production. Like, just. Uh, that TV production is one of the things that we definitely should have taken into consideration. We had used, <laughs> utilized it a heck of a lot more. Well, I didn't appreciate that shit back then. Yeah, you didn't. Like, who, like, we, we doing a fake little news broadcast. Ain't nobody trying to be on the news for real. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I remember they had the little, uh, <laughs> like that that little news on in the morning. Yeah, uh, like, you look at them. You like, boy, you doing a little news? Uh, you ugly and shit, boy. Yeah, we used to. I used to do the weather and shit. Like I, I knew that <laughs> well. I wanted to try to fuck with that for real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I need, the thing was when we had that class. I wanted to be on the camera. Then. You know That's what I'm right. saying? But because I wasn't, because Miss Picker wouldn't let me, no, you're not going to be on the camera. You're going to do weather. Because I ain't even want to be on it. I ain't, I ain't, I didn't want to be on the show. And I damn sure ain't want to do weather. I, I, anything sports. Like, you, know <laughs> you utilize the talents that yeah. you have. Now I'm on this zone trying, trying to do my best impersonation of Top of Shutter and shit. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, today is going to be 35, you know, tomorrow's going to be 40. Hey, but Saturday, 70, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just, just super silly shit, but. Oh, man, out here looking like Ron Burgundy. <laughs> but nah, nah, the Jonah and high school thing was definitely, definitely good times. And it's carried over. I've been out of high school for 13 years now. Yeah, me for twelve, and, and 
even though we don't join as much in high school, niggas still join. We still shop. Yeah. <laughs> we still shop. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. We still shop. Like, we doing <laughs> to get our little Facebook jokes going on every yeah. now and then. Yeah, so social media. Uh, well, we have our little our little cookouts in the neighborhood. Yeah, definitely. That that because that was just, that was a whole eight nine hours of just pure foolery that day. <laughs> yeah, <just> pure fool- <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> foolishness to the nth degree. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely just pure foolery. So, segueing into something kind of the same but different since we just came out of the high school stuff what you think about when people say like you know people still living off like their high school popularity and niggas is nobody's for real and shit like that like what's your opinion when you hear people say that uh i i don't know like i'm kind of like straddling the fence with that me too because of course like just because a person was popular in high school doesn't mean they're not actually uh good person in general so you can't just say oh they're they're nobody yeah so i mean sure they might not have everything that the next person has but who does especially in areas like this who really does have the the like the the status as somebody who pretty much they played the stock market from 18 all the way up until 30 like because if they did, they damn sure wouldn't be here right now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like they wouldn't be worrying about the high school popularity. Yeah. They'd be worrying about oh, the oh, what's Dow Jones talking about today? Yeah, Nasdaq. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. like I take it as I take it as it's a form of disrespect, and some people feel like they still got a point to prove. Most definitely, I. Yeah. It, it's stupid. Like. I and I don't even want to speak on this too much, but it just feel like some people finally catching up, or at least they feel like they're catching up. Cause like you said, it ain't really nothing to catch up to. Cause everybody just yeah. living, you know what I'm saying? Cause you gotta understand the people that's quote unquote popular. Nine times out of ten, they still popular. Yeah. It, 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 by your standards, not yours, but you know the person yeah. that's saying it in general. Yeah, it's like- so they they probably don't give a fuck. About what you saying. Yeah, and <laughs> there's people who wasn't even popular in high school. It's like, they got a whole social media with like yeah, two, lights out. two Light- or three K followers. Yeah, like, like, lights out right now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's just, y'all, don't worry about that type of, y'all worried about the wrong shit. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not. As long, as long as you got, you know, some good friends and family that you can laugh and joke with. Cause that's all I needed. It, it ain't that damn deep. Yeah, like a lot of that. people just make it a lot worse than it has to be. Yeah, and that coincides with the idea of like we're a hell of a lot more impressionable than we think we are. It's just yeah, like, cause it's like if it wasn't for social media keeping track, like if we was on Facebook and <clears throat> when we if me and you both post something. If it wasn't no such thing as, like, you could see, like, how many likes I got on a post or how many comments I got on a post, how would you even know who's popular and who's not? That's 100% facts. I ain't going to hold you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so it's like. <clears throat> real good analogy. Niggas is following, like, these fake structures, social media structures, to determine, like, 
who's quote unquote popular and whatnot. Because <clears throat> because this thing before social media took off and everybody was outside. You ain't, how you how you how could you tell if you was coming to our neighborhood and we outside twenty thirty deep? How could you tell who's popular and who's not? Yeah, you couldn't. You like, man, you ready to play some basketball? That's all you gonna talk about. It's like, yeah, you try to play some ball. That's all you get. Either smoking, drinking. Well, I ain't gonna say or. Uh, five or six niggas gonna be smoking. Five or six niggas gonna be drinking. Niggas gonna, a couple of niggas gonna be probably talking to like girls or something. Yep. And the rest of us gonna be playing ball if we not doing one or the other. Yeah, because you know, like you can't fit but so many people on the court anyway, so they just yeah, waiting so, to so, get next. Yeah, so it's five on five, and yeah, it's about a bunch of people up there waiting for next. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how, without, unless niggas was walking around with likes over their head, you wouldn't be, you know what I'm saying? Sorry. You wouldn't be able to tell, like, so just come on, y'all. Yeah. I got to do better. Because uh, people do be walking around like they're walking like buttons. Bro. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. man, you have to be. Like, press the button so I can feel better about myself. Yeah. Like, man, <laughs> just accept the fact that you're not as important as you want yourself to be. Like, just yeah. stop worrying about the idea of importance. Like, man, come on, dude. Just enjoy yourself. Exactly. Enjoy life. Enjoy it. As long as you're, like I said, you got a couple good friends and family. As long as they vibing out with you sometimes. I ain't going to say all the time. You know, everybody got lives and shit. But that's all that matters. Come on, y'all. Yeah. And it's like, there's so many people that will just talk down on anybody just because they feel as though they're better than them. It's like, come on, man. Like, why can't we just be people? Like, why yeah, do we got to? Uh. Like, just because you make a certain amount of money or you have a certain status that does not make you better than the next person. It doesn't. Facts. Like I've seen this on numerous occasions where somebody or just just anybody in general, they'll have like a they'll get a new car or something. Mm-hmm. And then somebody who's had like like who just bought the new updated version of that car, but just because that person bought a new car, but it's an older version, because they couldn't afford the newer version, it's like, oh man, step your game. I know it's just a joke. Yeah. But and it's like that's like the story I told you the other day, remember? Like, yeah. Like I had got a car, it was an '09 Maxima, and you know we we we've talked about the whole thing before, not not today or nothing, but previously. <laughs> About how <clears throat> certain people, they only pop up on your shit with these underhanded jokes and compliments. Yeah. Well, you know, it ain't never nothing like straight up good or nice. It's always like some negative shit in a joking way. Yeah. <clears throat> so, one of those people that's on my friends list. And like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to block nobody. I'm not into like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I feel like you got a problem with me, you know. If we friends on Facebook, outside of, like, I'm mostly friends with a bunch of females anyway. But when it comes to, like, the niggas, because it's, on, it's only but so many, you know, on Facebook, I feel like all the niggas that's on my friends list, they know where I be at. Yeah. It, it might Now, it might be, like, 150 or 200, like, niggas that I'm friends with on Facebook. But I feel like every single nigga knows exactly where I be at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you really had a problem, you would just pull up. You, you, <laughs> you would come around the way. You would do something. That's facts. But 
niggas wouldn't. And I'm not even a violent person. But I got to see if that energy is the same in person as it is on Facebook. Because that's, that's another thing social media has done. Like, social media has created this force field, like this bulletproof vest, where uh, yeah. you could just say whatever you want, ain't no repercussions, mm-hmm. ain't no backlash, you know, you ain't got to worry about. Like, could you imagine a nigga saying some shit like, hey, cuz, you a bitch. Like, I don't give a fuck what you talking about, you soft, nigga. Saying it on Facebook versus a nigga walking up in your neighborhood while you outside with a bunch of niggas and saying that exact line. You know what happened to him? Nothing good. I ain't, I ain't even saying he's going to get shot or killed or nothing, but he at least get, at least he's going to get jumped. But see, niggas know that. So it's easier for me to like, yeah. I'm on the phone, I'm on Facebook, he ain't gonna do nothing, you know what I'm saying? I live in my fucking Baltimore, he ain't about to come all the way out here, you know what I'm saying? Until niggas wanna come all the way out there. Yeah, bro, drop the addy, bro, I'll come out that joke, you know, see what's up, you know what I'm saying? You can have your niggas with you and all that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's whatever, like, but nah, that, but, but, now I got off topic and shit. So I, I got a car, it's an 09 joke, and cuz come on the joke. You know what I'm saying? I took a picture in front of the joint. You know, you get a car and shit. You know, you feeling good. Like, I feel like, because, you know, the stigma is you not an adult, which I don't live by this anymore. But, you know, the society stigma is you not an adult till you got your own place, you got your own car, you got a career. That's adulthood. Yeah, definitely. So, I got I got a car, Slim. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling dry good, Slim. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is... It's niggas out here fighting every day to get this, and I got it. You know what I'm saying? So I take a picture in front of the joint, you know, put it up on Facebook. And, you know, one cuz comment on the joint. He's like, yeah. I remember when I used to drive my mom car around like that. And, you know, I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, come on, cuz. Like, first of all, I would have said something if it was her car. I have no problem. You know how much, my, how much stuff my mom's done for me? I ain't no problem getting my mom credit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I feel the same way. Probably. Or or anybody for that matter. If you would have gave me the car, yeah, I'd be like, yo, courtesy of Mike, I'm, I'm out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The same picture would have been taken and would have been posted. The same love was going to get shown because you think bitches give a fuck whether that's my mom's car or not? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you think like you think you think have you think a bitch is ever gonna say, "Nah, don't come pick me up. That's your mom car." No, <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think I'm not gonna be able to drive to work because it's my mom's car? <laughs> like, like I'm gonna hop in the car, cut it on, and be like, "Nah, we not going to GW because this, you know, this ain't your car." Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, bruh, like, first of all, the comment unnecessary, but if you must know, it is my car. You know what I'm saying? A nigga out here grinding. I'm enjoying the benefits of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then he was saying something like, well, you know, that Joe <clears throat> do look all right, though. 
I, I got this 2016, blah, blah, blah. And then that's when I was telling you I, I ended it off, you know, off my little wavy, little petty shit. Like, you know, you know, congratulations on the 2016, John. I see you doing your thing. I just been doing mine a little bit longer. That's why my car <laughs> older. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it ain't no comeback out of that because what you going to say? <laughs> I'm like, and that's just, that's, that's how niggas is. But you think... Where I took the picture at was where we normally post up at, but a little bit further down. Oh, all right. Do you think a nigga would have walked up to me in front of my car and said that around here? <laughs> no. Especially who the nigga was. Somebody else would have smacked the eye out of him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I'm, and, I, and again, y'all, I'm not violent. I, so don't, don't think that I am. I'm not violent. It's just toxic Teddy showing up. But I'm just surrounded by violent people. Because you got to understand, we in an area that's been like no nonsense since like the, the the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just happen to be against that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the area does not really have a great reputation. We get lumped in with like some of the worst people that you can think and of. It's like, it's like when you when you go out and it's cool, but it's not cool because it's a bad reputation. You go out and you meet people and people ask where you live. It's older people who ask where you live and... I try to be as broad as I can about it before I have to break down and tell them where I actually live. Yeah. So when people ask where I live, first thing I say is Merlin. <laughs> and then they be like, oh, okay, cool, me too, what part? And then I get a little smaller, PG County. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then they like, all right, me too, where at? And so then I'm like, Forestville. <laughs> you can't go any further than the, they just... and then and then you know the, the Lord they face light up. It's always like because Floresville for some reason is such a spectacle to people. Like, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. Why. But you've gotten that too, right? Somewhat. It's like a spectacle. Like, oh, for real? And as soon as you say Floresville, it's like nothing else in Floresville matters. They come right here. <laughs> hey, you live in Forest Creek? <laughs> and it's <laughs> and it's like. And you know, and even then, I don't. I still don't. I be like, nah. I live in a, I live on the townhouses on Hillmont Drive. You know what I'm saying? It's behind Forest Creek. And, and then they don't and, care. And then it's like the stories, like, bruh, Slim. I used to be around that joint in the '80s. That shit was crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's just like you be hearing stories like that. I'm like, damn. Yeah. You know, the legacy is like, it's a rich legacy, you know? Uh, it, it's not a good one. It's I not. <laughs> which, is why, which, is, which is why it's it's like the people like us, we on the other side. You trying to create the, the rich positive legacy bro. so Forestville can have balance to it. Yeah, but one it's, day. it's like really difficult. It's a tall task. It's a tall task. It's a tall task, man. It's like Muggsy Bogues versus Yao Ming. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tall task, but it's like, I feel like it needs it. Dude. Because it's like. It does. It definitely does. Yeah. So you've been living, you've been living in Forestville for years. I, I got here when I was 10 and I've been here for 20 years. Right. Like, <laughs> it, 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 but you, you, you felt 
the stigma, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> in, in certain ways, because if you look at uh, other areas, they'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm from 41. Oh, they'd be like, uh, all right. Or you say, oh, I'm, I'm from the creek. They're like, uh, they definitely yeah, get a like, side out of it. Yeah, like, but, but we get, like, people in Forestville, technically, if you're not from, like, Suitland, and stuff like that. Like, right. if you get anywhere outside of that, like, they think you from Forest Creek regardless of where you at. Yeah. So, it's like, you could be living, and you know, Forestville, you could be over there by the Home Depot. Yeah. But people wouldn't know that, because people don't know that's Forestville. Because when you say Forestville, all people think of is from the mall all the way this way to maybe Samuel P. Yeah. That's what people think of when they think of Forestville. You know, because honestly, it's they actually lump in a whole bunch of areas with it, and yeah. it's just like the whole area. They just like, oh, you from Forest Creek? No, I'm yeah, not. Because, because for the record, it's just that's an apartment complex, and they changed the like name six, too, and it's still it's like, Creek. It's like six or seven different. It's it's two different housing complexes here, and four different apartment complexes. In this one little area. Yeah, everything is not Forest Creek. Yeah, and everything is just Forest Creek. But it's, it's like Forestville period just has, like, the reputation. And I learned that early on when I first moved to Maryland. Like, it was just. It, it's wild, bro. It is wild. Cause it is wild. <laughs> if you just say you're from certain areas, like, even, like, D.C. dudes, they'd be like, oh, you are you from you from the creek? Nah, I'm not. I'm from Forestville, but yeah, they lump all the Forestville in with the creek because that's the landmark. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like that's it's the that, negative that's, landmark. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's a landmark. You know what I'm saying? And when we say negative, don't get me wrong, and don't don't think we not starting nothing because you know we, I'm related to like half of them niggas. Yeah, so, I, I, I'm, I'm cool with so yeah, many. Yeah, you cool with so yeah. You know, I'm cool. cool with everybody though. Yeah. Like I never really jumped on the train of you have to live near me for me to like you. I yeah. never had that. Yeah. Like I was cool with so many different people growing up. Like it didn't matter where you grew up at. Right. I was cool with you. If I liked you, I was cool with you. Yeah. Like I'm still good friends with people from. Rival neighborhoods, which technically it shouldn't even exist. Rival neighborhoods should be abolished altogether. Yes, and then they, all neighborhoods should be working together. If we, if we would have, back when we were younger, and fighting over these, if niggas would have been putting money up and buying these Jones, twenty years. Like you say you've been here for twenty years. I've been here since nineties, ninety eight. That's twenty two years. You could we we could you could own the majority of this, not just us two, but I'm talking about everybody in general. Because and that's another thing that's that's actually remarkable about the situation is majority of the people that was here 20 years ago are still here. Mm -hmm. Whereas though every of course a lot of people moved away. Rest in peace to the people that's you know no longer here, and then free the people that's locked up. If you should be freed, no, I, I thought <laughs> yeah, because you know there's some people that should not be out. Yeah, if you you didn't kill four or five people, I love you, but you should not be freed. Yeah, like you, you got know. bodies in your basement. Yeah, nah, yeah, uh, like you niggas you is, go under the jail. If they gotta bring like a, a saw and then cut your wall open, and you got bodies in your wall and <laughs> something like, 
something's wrong with you. Yeah, don't need to be free. If you got an Ed Gein type house, yeah, then you definitely gotta go. But <laughs> you gotta go. But for the most part, it's a bunch of still recognizable faces from back then to now. Yeah. So, which makes me even think even more like, damn, niggas should have went about shit kind of differently. But that's what we doing. That's what we working on now. Yeah, I, I do the whole script the, writing thing. I, I work with everybody. Yeah, the the. Uh, I call it the Colony Square Foundation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, we uh positive side of things on Hill Ma, you know. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, the, the, the thing is, you can't have rain without the sunshine, right? Like, yeah. You know, all the cra- all the clouds can't be gray. Some got to be white. Got to be blue sky sometime. Yeah. It, we we show up eventually. Yeah, you know, <laughs> what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's what we bring like the, I ain't even gonna say the positive aspect to it, but I'll just say an alternate aspect of things. Yeah. So like, if you you on Hillmar, you know you ain't got you ain't got gang banging on like that. You yeah. know, come shoot some short films. Exactly. Do bro. some photo shoots. Do man, some creative. I, man, I, all I do is is think of like new short films I can make. I already made like I think five or six of them. Which are great, by the way. Uh, yeah, pretty well received so far, based on the amount of people that's that's talked about them. So, and especially with with your stuff, you, you've done some pretty good stuff as well. Even just just with your photography and everything like that. Even even with short films, stuff like that too. Yeah. Like, even I only have one. I only have one. I only have one short film, y'all. I mean, you, and it's only, you have and, one, but and, <coughs> and it's only forty five seconds. So it doesn't like, matter how long the short film is, as like long a, as it makes an impact. It's like a it's like a short it's like a short mini. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> now you got like the the Reese's cups. Then the little mini jump. Like, I got the little mini jump. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like. So, you technically call the your short film Reese's Pieces? Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> you watched the, uh, you ever watched The Office? I've I seen a couple episodes. I'm, uh, it was, hey, it was this episode. I So, you know they got dumb characters, the big white dude and shit. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. So, <clears throat> they was trying to figure out, somebody was coming back from, like, a vacation or something. They was trying to figure out, like. A gift that they was gonna uh, get a person for their birthday, <clears throat> and so uh, Jim and his girl was like, they was at first they was planning to get like a big little like cake, right? Yeah. And so they looked at the budget and was like, well, instead of getting a big cake, we just gonna get a, like a little regular size cake. <laughs> and so Cuz went from having a big smile on his face to like a slight smile. And then um, somebody had walked past and was like, well, instead of getting uh, cakes, how about we just get cupcakes? And so then, like, the smile got smaller from Cubs, right? <laughs> so Jim was like, I don't know, instead of getting cupcakes, how about we get mini cupcakes? <laughs> and so Cubs got a, like, Cubs walked over, right, with the frown, nigga frowning this. He was like, he was like, so y'all gonna go from cakes? To cupcakes, which is a mini version of cake, to mini cupcakes? <laughs> He's like, where does it end with you people? Hey, <laughs> 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 uh, man, I just thought, I don't know why I brought it up. I, you know, I, I, just mean, thought, I just thought that was funny, but. <laughs> it kind of ties into your show film. Yeah, like, that's my show film. Yeah, yeah, that's how small my show film is. It's not, where does it, your show film is not a mini cupcake. Where, where does it end with me? 
Like, <laughs> I mean, just because it's a technically just because it's a mini cupcake doesn't mean the cupcake isn't good regardless. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Just, you know, small sample size, finger food. You know, <laughs> Mike, you make the main courses. I got the, I get the little. You know, when you go to the restaurant, they're like, "Yo, Dude. y'all want some breadsticks? Y'all want some rolls or something?" Before y'all ready to order, I'm like, yeah, bring us the little hush puppies. Like, that, that's my, <laughs> that's my short film. It's the hush puppies and shit. You know, but you make it seem like I make like extensive amounts of work. It's just like my longest video. That, that thing like that thing like eight minutes. Okay, eight minutes. Man, that shit I'm a three two more of them added on to that. That's a TV show, man. <laughs> Without the commercial breaks. You know what I'm saying? I, I need I need thirty more of mine to make a TV show. I mean, but you was <laughs> but you were making I mean you just you wrote a script for a short film. I mean that and you that wanted to do. And that don't gonna be like fifty seconds. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just, how you I'm gonna say it's gonna call me the mini baker, y'all? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> like your show film that we was talking about that you wanted to write, and that I, I decided that gonna be like sixty seconds. That's yeah. not gonna be no sixty seconds from the idea you was pitching to me. No, nah, I told you it was gonna be real action packed. And shit. It's just gonna be short. No, no, I'm talking about the other one. The oh, one about, uh, deported. Yes, that, that one. was gonna be the eye. Right, so that was gonna. Be, and I, man, I don't even talk to Trina no more. That's crazy. I mean, I ain't even say her name because now she's going to know I'm, I'm, I'm crashing on her and shit like that. <laughs> so, I mean, well, she probably ain't going to listen to this uh, anyway. But if, you, if you're listening. It's, yeah, it's, it's okay. If you're listening, Trina, I love you. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I used to love you. But I shouldn't even say that because other girls going to be listening. Oh, so who is that? Did you, like, you know, fake toxic and shit, you know. But <laughs> this is where uh, the, the genuine Avery comes out and not toxic Teddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm protecting feelings, y'all. Cause girls, girls be trying to fake like they like you and shit. They done got they got like four or five other niggas, but <laughs> for some reason, something about you just so different. It's like, come on, Slum, just get that shit up like you've been giving it to them, man. I don't, don't I don't want to be different. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, treat me the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm trying to slice my head up, Slum. Like, nah, man, treat me bad, play me. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad I never adopted that personality trait. It's a, it's a cold jungle out there, John Slum. You dating? Absolutely not. I ain't Man. even gonna hold you. Can't date. Like it, it's so it's so many uh, aspects that go into me though. It's like I it's not that I want too much. It's just that I'm accepting of very little toxicity. Okay. Like. Okay, so uh, that's, that's like ninety percent of the area. That's uh, the problem. Not qualified and shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, because I don't necessarily. I'm, I'm not going to try and like paint myself as like the Messiah. I'm the greatest thing ever. No, I have my flaws. I mean, we all I mean, do. I mean, I mean, you ain't that because you don't want to. You don't want to deal with toxicness. So that should that should be normalized. I mean, yeah, but you know, in society nowadays, like toxicity yeah. is actually glorified. It is. So I can't necessarily look at things the way that other people do. So since I do think outside the box, like I was talking about earlier, uh, there's so many other people that look at me and it's like, I don't know about him. So I can't necessarily like look at, I can't look at people the way I, I used to, especially with females. Like, cause there are certain traits that I see. Well, not even just traits. There are certain like actions that I see that are like complete turnoffs now. Like, cause growing up, I I love females, in general, like all like all all of them, regardless. Like it didn't even matter. I mean, I still do. I mean, cause come on, 
they're women. Like, why not? Well, what's there not to love? Yeah. But. Especially the way some of these chicks be looking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> let's not go I, there. I, I might go there. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> I'm going to try my, try my best not to name drop, but you know. <laughs> I be feeling some of y'all so much, I just can't help it. Is that. So, let, let's keep it. Like, you already know. Like, just like the song goes, keep it on the hush, man. Yeah, that should be. Don't man. say nothing. Yeah. Ain't going to be no talking right. while I'm doing my thing. Yeah, I ain't, ain't going to pillow talk, y'all. Or <laughs> podcast talk, whatever this is classified as and shit. But it's not hard to see that I'm very obsessed with women. Like, you could take a look around this room right now. If you could. Like, if you the, could. Yeah. There's, there's, I have at least 30 or 40 pictures. Of models up on my wall. Yeah, it looks like a teenage boy's room. Yes. <laughs> it does. Yes. And I'm 31, by the way, but, you know, when it comes to females, you know, it's just, I love it, you know? Hey, hey, I, I, I mean, ain't nothing to argue about that. I mean, yeah, like, I just what, love it. What, what's there not to love? Yeah. Like, with me personally, I ain't going to try to sound prejudiced or nothing, but, you know, my black women, I, oh my goodness. Oh, Y'all yeah. just do something to me, dog. I love, I, love I love all women. I love black. I love black women. I love all women, though. I, yeah, I love. I love <coughs> all women, but uh, you know, black women do something for me. Yeah. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, I would. I would. I don't. Marriage wise, I kind of feel like it would have to be like a black woman. I don't. Cause I'm not gonna say I can't mix and match cultures, but that would probably be like a task. Definitely, cause you know it's it's two different sides of the spectrum. It's kind of like you. You're fighting on one on one side has this this battle is going on the other one has this battle and it's like it's it's gonna clash eventually, but <coughs> especially with the society that we live in now. Facts. But if you dealing with somebody like if a black person is dealing with like another black person, they they kind of understand each other's plight. Right. So <laughs> it's more along the line of convenience more than it is actual just feelings in general. Facts. So. I mean, it does sound wrong, but you can't deny that it's truthful. Right. But with me, I'm not going to say I don't find other women attractive. Yeah. Sure. Oh, well, oh like, yeah. Well, yeah. They are yeah. Go- like, they're gorgeous yeah. women everywhere. Facts. Like, I ain't going to hold you. It don't matter what race or color or creed or anything. Facts. They, like, there's some ones that look good. But with me, man, I'm going I'm, I'm going to settle for my sisters, man. Ah. Gotta do the Birdman hand rub <laughs> on him. Go ahead. <laughs> the Birdman hand rub about to start a fire with the friction. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that though. That's facts. Super facts. Man, man, I ain't gonna hold you. When I um like certain like I'm just gonna jump back a little bit. Like certain things that I okay. I can't really like I I can't really like tolerate. Like there are situations that I was put in beforehand that. I see now it's just like based off experience I, I've grown too much. Okay. Like females that are too into like I have to give you everything and not get much in return. Okay. That there like, like that's like more, the that's one of my that, biggest pet peeves. Females that want to be just taken care yeah, of. Yeah, that that okay. idea that ideology is like if I want to if I'm going to be with somebody I have to feel as though you got my back, and you're not just there for the ride. Right. And I've known people like that that want to just be along for the ride. Okay. Because 
with me, if I'm trying to build something, I'm building something for the both of us. It's not going to be just, oh, I'm going to reap the benefit. Well, you're going to reap the benefits, but I'm going to do all the work. Right. Nah, I need somebody to hold me down. Because like, God forbid, like we lose, like somebody stops liking somebody. Okay. And then we break up. <clears throat> I'm the type of person that if we break up, I want you to already have something established for yourself. Right. So if I'm taking care of everything and then once you leave, you feel as though, oh, I uh, I have nothing now. No, I'm not that type of person. I want you to have like a business in your name. Mm-hmm. I want you to have a house that you could possibly buy by yourself because you, you already have the money. You have the business. You have everything. Right. You have the tools to build without me. So I'm building something that someone else can like take and then build for themselves if something goes wrong. Right. I, I'm not the type of person that I'm going to be the sole proprietor of everything. I mean, it's not a problem mm-hmm. for some <clears throat> situations. I can see if you want, if you're like a single mother, I mean, not a single mother, but if you're, uh, if you just want to be home with the kids and stuff like that. All right, that that's cool. Right. That's cool because. A lot of the times, children need their parents around, at least in some fashion, in order for them to develop the way that they need to. Okay. And a full-time parent is a good thing. Right. If you're teaching them the right way. Because right. there's some <clears throat> full-time parents that ain't teaching their kids shit, and all they want to do is like, oh, you get on the tablet, and then I'm going to go sit over here and sip some wine, and that's all I'm going to do for the day. <laughs> right. Nah. Right. Like, right. We ain't talking about those. We talking about the ones that's... That's actually teaching their kids, the mm-hmm. ABCs, the one, two, threes. They, mm-hmm. And then later on, once they learn that, they're teaching them something else, and they constantly filling them with information that's necessary. See, those type of women, I can accept as being the, the stay-at-home moms. But the ones that's just going to just be lazy and just sit there mm-hmm. while I'm doing all the work, <clears> and then I come <throat> home, and then everything's still fucked up, no. Right, 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 right. Got you. So... I kind of like have an an older type of mindset when it comes to relationships. Got you. I'm not a traditionalist, but I definitely have like a a traditional mindset with more of a modern twist to it. Got you. Because, you know, the traditionalists back then, like they just like, well, I'm going to be the sole provider and all that other shit. And all you're going to have to do is sit in the house and do nothing except for watch the kids. No, that's not like my full idea. Like I want you to be able to function even without me right because back then they weren't necessarily teaching us that oh it's good to own your own business and stuff like that because you know like once they blew up black wall street they was like fuck it we ain't we gonna make sure these niggas ain't gonna do nothing else after that Uh uh-huh and they adopted that that mentality they was like well forget it we just gonna uh work nine to five for the rest of our lives and i'm gonna retire when i'm 70 (laughs) (laughs) so ridiculous by the way uh, hella ridiculous. I ain't gonna hold you, but I mean, when I say I, I have like more of a modern twist on it, I, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like that, taking that idea of being a provider, but at the same time, like mixing it in with the new age of us really wanting to build businesses together, right, and stuff <clears throat> like that. So I already have I have somewhat of a foundation for myself as as far as like what I want to do because like first and foremost like I, I've been a hell I've been a writer like I, I that's what I do I write 
I write. That, that's that's pretty much mostly what I do. Okay. I write scripts. I write short films. That write. Uh, I write battle rap verses. I, I've written almost anything you can think of. I even tried to write like a a grant proposal once. I never really got a chance to finish it, but I, <coughs> I, I write stuff. I write everything. A grant proposal for what though? It was like for somebody way back in the in the day. It was like two thousand like fourteen or some shit like that. Two thousand thirteen. Somebody wanted to have a, a like a daycare running out of their out of oh, okay. the house, so they wanted a grant for it, and I was going to try and write that for them, but eventually oh. that ended up falling through, and they just mm. didn't want to do it anymore. So I was like, oh, yeah, there's no yeah, point yeah. in me even wanting to finish writing this on now. Right. So because what I would what I would do, I would, all I would do was uh, I'd look up how to write the grant proposal, and then I'll look at the format, and then like, oh, this is how it needs to be done. All right, I'm gonna try and write it. And it ties into me. Like early when I was like, take can't out of your vocabulary. Right. Like I can't. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, like, right, when you say right. I can't, like that that would that grant proposal would have never even started if I would have been like I can't. Right. Right. So like I started off writing poems and stuff, like, and then that evolved into short stories and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. if I had constantly told myself you can't write short stories or you can't make a comic book because you can't draw, like I I was making comic books when I was a kid. Right. Uh, I made like issues, like actual issues of comic books. It was kind of like a Dragon Ball Z ripoff, but still, <laughs> it was creative. Right. Because it had its right. own storyline. It didn't right. didn't coincide with the the whole uh, Dragon Ball Z storyline at all. It was all original. Gotcha. 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 And they, that that type of creativity is like it it constantly grew because I stopped telling my I didn't tell myself no. Gotcha. But it took me a long time. Like, I remember, because when we first started this, I never got a chance to finish telling you, like, when it actually stopped, when I stopped telling myself no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And okay. Yeah. it took me to the age of 28. It took me to the age of 28 when I stopped telling myself no. Okay. And then once I stopped telling myself no, then I got to a point where I'm just going off the rails with my work. And right. it's it's getting really well it's really well received and all that stuff and I'm writing everything. I didn't start writing scripts until I, until 2017, but I didn't really jump into it and be good at it until 2018 when I was 28. Gotcha. <clears throat> so now to jump back, I I am like I write. I do short films. Like I, I'm a, I'm actually a, a pretty damn good photographer, uh, a cinematographer. I do. I have like my own clothing business. Well, not technically my own. It's like co-owned. Me and my cousin <coughs> spend money broke. Mm-hmm. And there's, it, it's so many different things that I've jumped into after getting to the point where I stopped telling myself no. And with me having these foundations set to where. I feel as though that I can pretty much make money off of all of these instead of just one. I got into the point where I'm just like, why would I want to have something solely for myself and not like have someone else learn how to do it as well? So that's where the whole relationship thing comes into. Like if I'm going to get into a relationship with anybody, like a part of me is going with you. Right. Like if I leave, well, if I leave or you leave, a part of me, as in like the knowledge 
or collective knowledge we've gained from each other. A part of me is going with you and a part of you coming with me if we are on the same wavelength. Right. That's what we really need to get back to. It's just the idea. It's not of us being together as a couple. It's us being, like, it's, it's the camaraderie. Right. We are a unit. This isn't not, this is not just a fling. This is a unit now. Right. And most people have this idea it's like, oh, if I see something wrong immediately, like I'm just going to jump off ship. Like, there's right, no, right, right. there's no idea. There's a lot of people just don't want the idea of relationships now. Like, it's been misconstrued. Yeah, they just want the the aspects of all the relationships without the, you know, the hardships. Basically, yeah, there's yeah. no such thing as commitment nowadays. Really. Yeah, like, like we can we can go out, we can date, we can, you know, go on dates, we can fuck, we can. Do all the types of stuff that people, you know, that that's glorified for relationships anyway. Yeah. Instead of the, you know. Instead of the hard part. Yeah, like, the actual commitment part, which is some days you might wake up and question whether you want to be in a relationship or not. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But it's the, it's that that keeps, you know, commitment. I mean, well, it goes back to what you were saying earlier, too, about understanding, like, the true definition of words as well. Because mm-hmm. if you understand what commitment means, <clears throat> then you wouldn't even have to question none of that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's something that people have to get back to. Because I, I often, and especially on Facebook, I often when we debate, you see people giving their own definitions to words. Oh, that's, <laughs> you know that's, that's all the time. Yeah, and it's like, that's, that's all not, the time. you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's that's why a lot of stuff is, like, mixed up and misconstrued because it's like, you out here giving your own definitions to stuff, so now you're believing that this means that when it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? So I've had those situations before. They facts. horrible. So now you, you, you're trying to talk to somebody and – Although you're saying the same words, you you running off two different philosophies. Yep. Because you done created your own language, essentially. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it's just, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a million things that goes into, like, shout out to the people that was able to get married and stuff like that. Yeah, and definitely shout out to y'all. And I still strive for that as well. But right now, I'm just cool, man. Uh. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not necessarily cooling. I'm cool because uh, your idea of cooling is completely different hey, from mine. I'm, I'm cooling, man. Like I'm your man. idea of cooling is like, oh, oh, who who texted me on Tuesday? Oh, you coming over? Oh, Friday? Oh, this is I'm coming yeah. over to? Oh, all one, right, one, I got one, you. Look, one thing I will say is, and I was telling my friend this the other day. <laughs> I was like, out of all the days of the week, like my Tuesdays are just like that's my me day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't I don't hardly answer calls on Tuesday. Really don't answer messages. I think we talk on Tuesday. Yeah, I, I mean, because that, that's a given. Yeah, yeah, I talk to my mom. But anybody, like, on the outside looking in, Tuesdays, you won't hear from me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I'm cooling. Cooling just means, like, I'm just mm-hmm. going with the flow. Like, I'm single, so like like I said, I'm surrounded by a lot of women. I go out a, a lot with women, you know what I'm saying? Like, even the women I don't go out with, 
But I be posting on my, my you know, for my Women Crush Wednesdays and all of that. <laughs> and by the way, those those are some of, like, you can't deny, it, those are some of Merlin's finest women. Because every time I post a Women Crush Wednesday on Facebook, outside of, like, two, they all from Merlin. Yeah, Mar- Maryland definitely has <laughs> their fair share. I ain't going like, Maryland has their fair share of women, like, when it comes to, like, just being good lord. That, yeah. that, that's all you can say when you see them. Like, they got a lot of them that have that. Like, god damn, girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just look at them. You just, you pause for a second, and it's just like, you stuck in your own little world. Yeah, then I got the... I got to hit him with one of my little pickup lines or something, you know what I'm saying? Might hit him with the, damn, girl, you out here looking like the whole package. I'm trying to get you delivered to my crib, swim, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, just a little, just a little, sorry, shout out to Coop, too, man, because he, he said I ain't had him pickup lines on deck. I got him on deck, swim. I just, <laughs> just want to try and brag that day, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but. Yeah, you was going back and forth with Coop about that? At the cookout. Remember we was at the cookout? And I was trying to tell him, uh. I was trying to tell him pick up lines work this year. Like, oh yeah, I remember that. Come on, bro, stop playing <laughs> I on me. Remember that. Coop, stop playing on me. Slum pick up lines work, bro. <laughs> hey, I tell a girl that shit. That shit sound corny. Soon she bust that laugh, she got, bro. Like she, <laughs> she got. <laughs> Soon she laugh, bro. She got. Like she, you might as well. For real, for real, you could cut the conversation. I pull out the phone. You cut the conversation short. Slum pull out your number going right in. And slum, you know what I'm saying? Like, but nah. Look. <sighs> I never did anything like that. I ain't gonna. I, I I was never like the type of person to just go out of my way <laughs> just to be around females. Yeah, I be I be, like I be I be I be mingling, bro. I just be I just be living. So I don't know. Like, I, you I, know I, what I'm saying? I'm like I'm like hey, you, when we when you seen we were sitting on your front that day, man, and you had all the little neighbors coming in and out. And I'm, <laughs> I was like I ain't know what's stacked around here like this. I got to start coming outside around here more often. I be sitting on my little you know my little brick wall, John. I'm mean, like. Hey, I'm like, I come sitting in your front. I'm like, I live there. You know what I'm every, every which way. No, I be, I be, I be mingling. I should have mingled that day. I know one thing. I sit out there again and everybody get the doing all that. I'm going to be one mingling nigga that day. <laughs> Yo, it seemed like every single girl that walked past. It was she looked better and better. You like, you like, it, control it, yourself. It, it was crazy, right? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, it's almost like the universe was. Cause remember we was talking about uh, we went to go play basketball that day. Yeah, we did. And we was talking about like certain females and how good they was looking and stuff like that. And we came back around our way and we stood on the corner. Yeah. And. You remember the female that came jogging around it, like yeah. look looking like all the girls we was talking about put together. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like it's almost like the universe just be like trying to one up what we be talking about. <laughs> you know, like that, it's like it's no way. Like we was just talking about this and that, and then all of a sudden the Meg the Stallion come jogging around the corner. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? But except she was she was like uh, she was a lot shorter than me. And shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Man. I just be mingling, bro. Like I said, well, that's my, that's my thing. Um, like, until it's my, make me put my jersey up in the Raptors or something, man. I'm, so we should. I'm a fucking. <clears throat> you ain't really gonna retire, <laughs> yeah, I'm retired, with the Tim man. Duncan jersey with your yeah. name on the back. Yeah, I'm retired, man. I ain't, you know, I ain't, I ain't like, I ain't as good as Tim though. You know, I'm more like, I'm, I'm more like LeBron, man. I ain't gonna. You know, sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. 
you know, hop over here where the team good at, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Girl, stay here for a couple years. All right, these girls getting old. Let me go over here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mess with these jumps, you know. Now, y'all in Hollywood. I'm trying to get out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I, hey, hey, bro, I'm following suits. I'm like, whatever, <laughs> whatever you do, I'm doing, son, you know what I'm saying? King James, King Bed, man. What was up, what was up with it, man? <laughs> Nah, nah. Oh, let me stop playing. Let me stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> so you just set yourself up for failure. You ain't yeah. gonna get no more girls after this. <laughs> hey, hey, I tell, I tell niggas, man. Hey, if you be honest with the females, you get a lot more females than you think, and you can have a clear conscience about shit. I ain't gotta worry about you know, you feeling guilty. Well, I done been stopped feeling guilty anyway, but you feeling guilty about playing girls and shit like that. Uh, uh, if you guys didn't know, this is Toxic Teddy speaking. Oh, I, I, uh, oh I've been toxic like the last 20, 20 30 <laughs> minutes, I, you know. But it's balanced because, you know, I'm going to go back to the regular me. We, You know, it's been an hour and a half, so we about to end this anyway. <laughs> but, you know, regular me come back out, let him do his thing. But, <laughs> yeah, you be, you be honest. Like, I tell girls, like, I ain't looking for no relationship. You can catch vibes because that's how you got to talk nowadays. You got to update the lingo and shit. Hey, we can catch some vibes and, you know. Go with the flow. Whatever happen, happen. Oh, oh, what I do say is, don't come to the crib, though. Because you come to the crib, you know what happened. Hey, Legion of Doom. You know what happened to <laughs> the Doom, Slim. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, <I ain't. laughs> no. You come, no. To, you come to the crib, that's that's a done deal, Slim. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't deal with this, man, today. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like, well, I might as well give you the floor. I just walk off. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. But I'm, just, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just letting y'all know, females. You know, you come come to the Legion of Doom, you know what's up, man. But other than that, we can vibe. I ain't got winning. I ain't got, because it be so many girls. I, I can't fuck every bitch I really fuck with and shit. You know what I'm saying? Dick will fall off. <laughs> or, or, you know, like, <laughs> when I tell you I, I be vibing with chicks, I real lie be vibing with chicks, bro. Like, I, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely don't have your rap sheet, and I'm glad I don't. <laughs> I'm glad it's, it's, I don't. It's a, it's a, it's a, I mean, it ain't even a bad rap sheet, though. Like I said, I ain't. You know, I ain't Will Chamberlain or nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, 20K or 10K, however many bras he was sleeping with this shit, but. Yeah, I could just, I could vibe with a chick. I can, I ain't ain't got to have sex. We could, I can, me, me, I could be somewhere sitting down at the park laughing and joking, and I look over and be like, damn, this bitch bad as hell. I'm going to feel good. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to feel good. Like, you laughing and joking, you know. Just like, like every, we, just like how you was at the uh, park the other day. Yeah, <laughs> all the females walking past, just like wait, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, 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 right yeah. I had to put my bag down. Like, oh, <laughs> when she walked past, you know I gotta speak to you know what I'm saying. You know I gotta speak to her. So I'm like, yeah. And then she gave you the little smile, like she did. You know what I'm saying. And, and then, then and then uh, it was like the other day when you was uh, we was playing football too, and it, you saw the the girls walking past the uh, bleachers. Oh, the baby mama, yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna say too much because she might, you know, she might live around here somewhere. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. Pretty little, pretty little thing with the kids. Hey, I accept the kids too, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't, man. Yeah, hey, I accept the kids. You know. You... Hey, three though. That's the limit. Three. Yo, you get to hit, you get to hit four and five. You know what I'm saying? Cause the only thing I'm thinking about is the ice cream truck roll around. 
I'm going to be broke. I got to buy something for five kids. You know what I'm saying? Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. I'm quite sure she going to want something. I'm going to want something. You know what (laughs) I'm saying? Like, that's why you got to keep it at three. You know? You about to be cheap and just buy everybody fruities. (laughs) Got to stress this $10. Ain't no telling how much that shit costs now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Back then, you get a 25 cent. You get like a whole bag. Yeah, 30, 40. Now, (laughs) motherfucker. $5 $5 might get you 25 fruities or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, that inflation. Yeah, yeah. Recessions and all. Yeah. So, so, I, I ain't going to hold you, bro. Hey, I, I mean, I be seeing females walking past. And I just like, man, I ain't good. At, I, ain't, I ain't there yet. I, I still need to work on me a little bit more before I even touch somebody else. I I just throw, well, man, I'm telling you, something. one day, man, just throw a joke out there. Something. I'm like, this. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. It's not the fact that I just wanna, I just wanna be around females. Like I'm looking for, me personally, I'm looking for commitment. I'm not, I'm not here. I'm just, I'm not just out here just doing stuff. Like okay. I'm looking for something to go further than that. Like if you messing with me, nigga, it's it's a chance that there's a future here. Like that's what I'm looking at. Right. Like I'm looking forward to the future. I'm not I don't give a damn about the now as in right now. It's just like we need to build for the future. Gotcha. So like if I'm getting into a race into a relationship, that's gonna be primary function. Like we have to be on the same wavelength. And it and as of right now, it's just like the more I see it seems like the less people I can see that have that mentality. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The longer you wait, the the definitely the less and less. But you know, if it's if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I don't yeah. I, I don't have any doubts in the matter. It's the fact is, uh, just looking at certain people, I'm just like, I need a little bit more time for y'all to grow before I can do anything and shit. But I'm not even trying to put myself on a pedestal and shit because right. I'm. I'm I ain't gonna hold you, nigga. I'm just an average nigga. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, we all I'm an average nigga, but I mean, at the same time, it's just like I have a, I have good qualities. Right. <laughs> like, you know, look at. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all, man. So, like, pretty much, this is like my, uh, my resume. I, I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I adore a good candle every now and then. Like candle, candlelit dinners. <laughs> this nigga lying. He goes, but I, I don't even. For real, for real. I, that that was a lie. I don't even fuck with candlelit dinners. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I could do the candlelit dinner. That's not nice and cheap. Uh, like you, all right. If I do a candlelit dinner or something, like I, no. I I'll prepare one. Yeah. But as far as like having that be like a romantic, uh, like a romantic moment for me in general, mm-hmm. I can do it for somebody else if they feel as though that's good for them. Mm-hmm. But me personally, I don't look at it as like a real big, re- like a real big romantic thing for me. Got you. Got like you. Got rom- like romance to me is affection in the way of not necessarily sex in general. It's mm-hmm. more of appreciating the person that's around you. Gotcha. That's romantic for me. Gotcha. If you if you're giving me attention to where I feel appreciated, mm-hmm. you don't have to be around me 24/7. Right. As long as you makes make me feel as though like you appreciate me and you are at least faithful to me like and loyal, then you got me. Gotcha. You got me. Gotcha. Like that's pretty much what all men really want. They, they just want they want loyalty. 
They, I mean, they, they want a sandwich every now and then. You know. <laughs> I mean, I mean you know, a little bit more than what he's saying. He just, he just simplistic, right? Yeah, now. I'm, kind of, I'm giving you the simple answer. Like, you want, want a little bit of love, loyalty, sandwich. Like that. That's, that's kind of like basic. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. That's that. basic. We want more. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We want more. That's the, that's the that's the bare minimum, though. Yeah. Like I. Like I said, I want I want to build shit too. Well, like I, I still want to do all of that, but I'm just giving you the bare minimum right now. I got you. I got you. Like, why not? Why not start them off with something slow? Like, it's better than like all them other uh, female written books that they got. I haven't read none. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely ain't reading that shit. <laughs> so, uh, you ready to get up out of here, though? So, hey, man, it's been, it's been awesome. Yeah, it's been, it's been dope. Ninety yeah. minutes. And uh, for real, it's been that long. Yeah. Oh, we've been on here for a break. We've been on for a break. Hey, we gotta, you know, say something for the next episode. Or oh, hmm. definitely. I mean, we <coughs> like as far as the conversation we had, man, we got an arsenal. Oh yeah, <laughs> we yeah. got an arsenal. Yeah, y'all stay tuned though. We ain't got no name or nothing right now. You know what I'm saying? So, like I was telling Mike beforehand, man, first. First podcast bit itself, you know what I'm saying? That's space <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's space lingo. <laughs> trust me, we ain't, we ain't going to renege on this. We definitely going to try to keep this going. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, yep, we out. <laughs>